Blog Talk Radio. Hey y'all, it's Chad Bearden and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. I'm trying to remember someone I can't forget. Like a song I don't know that I can't get out of my head. Can't seem to shake the face of... Hi listeners and welcome to another edition of Weekdays with Murph. Uh, today on the show, we welcome super talented and incredibly sweet uh, singer-songwriter Amanda Kate Ferris. We'll um, talk with Amanda about her career, uh, music, and and anything she's working on that that she can talk about, uh, including a couple of things coming up in the next next uh, uh, um, two or three months for her. Uh, so with that being said, let's go ahead and welcome the uh, the incredibly talented Miss Amanda Kate Ferris to the show. Hey, Amanda, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, thank you again for doing this today. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, I, I know we were just talking off air, and I'll say this on on air, uh, like I told you, but uh, uh, um, I've been emailing uh, uh, one of your managers since probably before Christmas uh, about the show, and 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 she's just incredibly great to work with. Oh, well, thank you so much. I know. I am very blessed. I tell people all the time, you know, they say it takes a village, and that is no lie. It absolutely takes a village to do what we do, and um, I just feel blessed that I have the, the team that I do that's around me right now. You know, it's, it's taken a while to find to find all these different individuals, um, but the ones that are surrounding me right now, I'm just, I'm very, very lucky. And, and, uh, and I've been doing this show probably the last maybe ten years or so, so I've worked with a bunch of managers in my time. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. I'm sure being able to do this as long as you have, and you encounter all kinds of personalities. Oh gosh, are <laughs> the stories I could tell you? We'd be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. So, uh, uh. Um, I kind of wanted to start off uh, 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 pretty much the way I start off basically every interview. Uh, just kind of uh, introduce yourself and, and tell the listeners uh, how you got into music in the first place. Yes. Uh, so my name is Amanda Kate Ferris, and I'm a Texas recording artist from right outside of Dallas. And honestly, my story with music is, is kind of funny. You know, I've, I've been doing this almost pretty much my whole life, you know, my, my mother was a singer songwriter. And so I started singing professionally at around, you know, 14, 15 and, you know, I pursued it for a long time. And I went to Nashville in my early twenties, like most, I think young singer songwriters do. And, um, I spent some time there and then I ended up coming home and, um, my journey this last co- I say this last go around is kind of interesting because you know I kind of I went to Nashville and it didn't work out for me at that time in my early 20s that I came home and I just thought you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna do music because I love it but I'm not gonna be pursuing it professionally anymore and then as you know as God would have it you know His plans He always laughs when when we make plans because He has His own idea of what He wants. And sure enough, I ended up getting kind of an opportunity to do this again. And it's just, it's been an, it's been a blessing. I never thought in a million years that 
at this time in my life, after I got married, after I had a baby, you know, that my career would end up having the trajectory that it's, that it's been having, you know, the last year or so. And so it's just, you never know, you never know what's in store for you. So I tell young girls all the time, I'm like, don't give up, don't get discouraged. Um, God's time is not our time. And you just have to hang tight. If you've got a dream, just hold on to it and just keep working at your craft. Cause you never know when that opportunity is going to come along. Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, and I noticed you mentioned Nashville a little bit. Uh, uh, I actually live maybe two and a half hours west of Nashville, and and I tend to go there pretty much all the time. It's like my my absolute favorite city in this world. Yes, I you know and I'm there and I'm there now. Gosh, I'm, I'm probably there every other month. It, it feels like, uh, and and I love it. I think it's. It's changed so much since I lived there, you know, that was almost, you know, 12, 12 years ago now. Um, and it's, it's changed and I, I miss, I miss the way Nashville used to feel. Um, but it's always, it's always bittersweet getting to go back. It feels like a home away from home and I have so many friends there. And so it is, it's an awesome city. Absolutely. And, and as a matter of fact, I was just there in, in October, uh, I was nominated for an award, uh, at a show uh, at the Grand Ole Opry, uh, so that's amazing. I got to go there. So it was only uh, my second time being at the Opry, uh, and and as I said before, uh, uh, I've been going to Nashville off and on for many many years, and there's always something new for me to discover in that city. Yep, it never fails. There's always there's always something new, um, especially now. I think they're, they've upped their food game. So if you like good food, uh, there's oh, always yeah. a new food spot that <laughs> that we're discovering every time we're there. Have you been to uh, Fifth and Broadway yet? You know, we um, we discovered that the one of the last trips, um, looking for you know just food and. Um, we went there to that mm-hmm. food court that they have, and it was just, mm-hmm. gosh, that is such a cool little spot that they created. And then I actually, I'm going to play there. I'm playing, I'm playing Fifth and Broad, um, I believe, in March. Nice. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, um, uh um, um, because I know you, uh, because I know you said you you've been at this professionally for years and years. But uh, if you could go back and change one thing about your career to this point, would you? And uh, what would it be? Um, you know, I never like to say. I always say like I've never. I don't regret anything that's ever happened in my life, good or bad, um, because. I don't think that I'd be where I am if it wasn't for all the tough times, you know, and all the things that went wrong or so I thought they went wrong. Um, But I do think that if I could go back, I would, I'd probably just, you know, tell my younger self to, to not be so hard on myself. I think creatively, Um, you know, I think when I was young, there's a, there's an innocence about creating music that you have when you're young that I listened back to songs I wrote years ago and, and I see the beauty in them now because I just, I was so unaffected by everything. You know, I just, I had a, there's an innocence about the way you write songs and a purity that, 
as you grow older and you get more influenced and people have more opinions about you, you kind of lose that, you know? Um, and so I think I would have just, I just encourage myself to keep going and to not second guess my own creativity and where I'm at, you know, it's just, you know, live, live in those moments and don't be afraid to just put your truth out there regardless of what people might, might think, you know? I totally get that. Uh, uh and and uh and I'm with you on that I mean while I'm not a artist uh uh I do cover this industry a lot and 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 that's the same way I feel about the podcast yep if I'm putting uh, uh the best product I can out there you know I'm happy with it Exactly, and that's and I think that's where you know I think I'm even now you know I think with this new music is I'm just at a place where of course I want people to like it and I want the consumer to enjoy it so that I can keep doing it, but at the same time right. it's very much I feel blessed that I've been able to choose these songs completely independently. I've been able to you know put out the music that I want to put out. And I know not all artists mm-hmm. are in that place. You know, not all artists are able to put out what they want. They're influenced by a label. They're influenced by managers. And and this body of work that we're getting ready to put out is, it's completely, it was my decision, all of it. And I was able, I was given the creative freedom on every single component of my project from the music to the artwork, to the photos, to the styling, all of it. I mean, music videos, you know, I was able to do all of it and, and I'm just, I feel very blessed, and I'm really proud of, of what's coming out. Uh, I mean, this is just a little side note, because because I like to dig into uh, a little bit of the artist's work before before I bring them on the show. And and your stuff is incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, I was listening to it probably... Uh, two or three days ago, and I'm like, wow, this stuff is just great, you know? Thank you. I honestly, I've had, um, I've just been really blessed with the people that have been around me from the, from the writers and the people, uh, you know, that have been helping me with just finding songs, the producers, the, the musicians. I mean, all of it, I feel like I have been, um, that God has honestly, that he has put very strategically the most perfect group around me. Um, and so I just, I feel I'm really, really lucky for sure. Uh, right, let me ask you this, uh, sort of, uh, sort of, uh, on the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, if you weren't an artist, what would you be doing right now? Oh gosh. Well, um, considering that even to this day, I still have a day job. I still work, um, alongside music doing, um, you know, doing, I've been a recruiter for as long as I can remember. So music has always been something that I've still pursued, but it music has never fully paid, paid the bills, you know? And so I've always had to have kind of a a side, I always call it a side hustle. Um, but (laughs) I think if I wasn't doing music, like my dream would be like outside of music would probably be to like, I love our horses and, you know, and if I had, if I had more money and more time, I'd probably want to compete in cutting. I just, I love cutting horses. 
And um, just being in the, around that whole industry, you know, I get to do, I've done some events for the NCHA and they, it's just an incredible group of people. I love the Western industry. And um, so I'm probably doing something, something with horses. Sure takes this girl through and through, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay. Uh, now I'm going to get, get, get a little, a little deep with you here because because I like to I like to uh get to know my guests uh on a deeper level uh as just an artist. So uh when everything is said and done with your career thirty, forty years down the road, whenever that might be, uh what impact or legacy would you like to leave on the industry? Um, I think honestly just I think just encouraging people to be themselves, you know, and not feel like they have to conform to whatever's cool at the moment. Um, I, you know, I've always kind of said that I'm a traditional country artist. I'm I'm a girl that loves traditional country music, and I've always loved to fiddle and a steel guitar, and I've always felt that that should be really in, in all of country music. Um, but I think, you know, just impacting people and saying, you know, this was somebody who just, she did, I did my own thing, you know, and I think I've lucked out this last couple of years because traditional music has become cool again and people find it to be kind of cool and trendy. Um, But, you know, being able to just sing the songs that I want to sing and put out music that I'm passionate about uh, is just I I want people to just be able to be themselves and, and whatever that is. And I think in this day and age it's so hard because trends are changing I mean, daily, and people are constantly trying to chase what's popular. And and I miss the days of artists that were just able to be themselves and people met them where they were at. You know, now you see young girls constantly, they change their image every six months. They change their sound every six months because they're just trying to chase what's popular and um, instead of just doing what feels right for them, you know? Right. Uh, And I totally get what you're saying because, because I'm a child of the 90s. And that '90s country that Brooks and Dunn, Reba, uh, Shania—I mean, I could go on and on. That stuff was just great. No, and I, I agree. I think that's what—I mean, that's where I fell in love with country music was the '90s country sound, you know. And mm-hmm. um, my mom—I've heard so much. My mom always says that people ask me when, um, you know, oh, who taught you to sing? And my mom used to joke around, and she said that Winona Judd taught me how to sing because I would listen to the Judd so much, you know. And right. uh, But she's not wrong, you know. That was the kind of – that's the sound that I grew up listening to. And oh, yeah. Brooks and Dunn, my dad, I sat in the back of a Ford F-150 single cab listening to Brooks and Dunn probably more times than I can count. And I just – I miss that sound. I think there's a nostalgic feeling about it when you hear it. And – but at the end of the day, it's just it's a good band, you know. It's good country musicians yeah. and good songs. And and nowadays, I think the songs are they're you know they're churning stuff out so quick. They're not really able to um, sit and craft quality country music as much as they used to. And and I guess that's just the way the world works. Like in all in all facets, technology and everything is moving so quick that music's trying to keep up with it. But I, I definitely miss that sound, and I think I've tried to influence a lot of my music with that. Mm-hmm. Right. And and I tell you, uh, he, uh, 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 and I tell you uh, what I used to do. I was probably 
maybe four or five years old, I used to have this little uh, cassette tape, if anybody out there remembers cassettes. I'm showing my age at this point. I sure do. I had many, many a cassette, so much that they would, I'd have to wind them back up. Remember when you take a, a pencil? You take uh-huh. a pencil to wind them back up. I remember up doing that, I, too. I played, I played them out. That's where I'm going with this. I had a, I had a, a, a cassette start, a, a, a cassette tape of, of George Strait's debut album, Unwound. I would absolutely just wear that thing out, you know? Yep. And I, uh, I did the same thing. I think I did that with probably every, uh, probably all of my, you know, all the, the Judds, you know, Winona Judd, um, Mm-hmm. I want to say that I had, um, my dad had, you know, the Brooks and Dunn, you know, tapes that I would just play and play and play. And I remember I would even, right. even on the radio, you know, I'd hear my favorite song come on the radio and I'd try to run as fast as I could to the radio to, to record it onto a yep. tape so I could have it on the tape, yep. you know. Um, Shame. Definitely. I, <laughs> I remember those days. Oh, the good old days, I like to call them. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, uh, oh, let me ask you this, uh, 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 whether it's in your, uh, personal or, 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 uh, professional life, what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Huh, the best advice, um, I think my mom probably gave me the best advice, and she always told me that songs and music is not about fame, it's not about money, that music is about touching people and helping people, and it moves people in ways that words can't sometimes, and so she always told me that music was about one soul at a time, that when you get out there and you get on stage and you're performing, don't don't judge the amount of people by your performance. You go out there and you perform for one person. You perform for that one soul that needs to hear that song. And, you know, don't perform because you want to hear a bunch of applause. You know, don't get out there and sing and put out music because you're looking for money. You put out music to touch people. And if you do that, then you'll be happy the rest of your life. You'll love what you do for the rest of your life. If you're seeking fame and fortune, like, it's not it's not going to last. And it might come, but it's gonna, it could go. And so, you know, I think that's probably the best advice, and that's really honestly how I've, I've really lived lived my life, and especially when it comes to music is I don't have, you know, I, ha- I don't really have expectations with it. You know, I think every single thing, every stream, every person that comes to a show, whether it's one person or a 100 or a 1,000, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for each and every one of them, and um, I don't know how long it's going to last and how long I'll get to do this, but every day, every day is a blessing. Oh, I totally agree. And and a quick story for you, uh, uh, um, sort of uh, piggybacking off that a little bit. Uh, I started this podcast back in 2012, <laughs> and uh, and and as soon as I started the podcast, uh, well, uh, first off, uh, first off, I had no radio experience, no hosting experience whatsoever. So, uh, so I said to myself, I said, all right, I'm giving myself two weeks at this. And after two weeks, if if this is not for me, it's not for me. I I have no regrets whatsoever. Uh, uh, yep. Well, uh, two weeks has turned into almost eleven years. So here we are. Well, and I I love that. I love that you just you know you've been able to follow something and a passion, 
And it's just about connecting with people. You know, I can tell that you obviously have a passion for connecting with people and hearing their stories. And, and artists like me, we need people like you that have an interest in what we have to say and what we're putting out. And so thank you so much for everything that you do. Absolutely. And and I tell people this all the time. Uh, you you, uh, you might have seen it on social media, but I tell people this all the time. Uh, I don't care who you are. As long as you're on this show, your stories and your music will be 100% valued and respected. I don't care who you are. Yep. Absolutely. Well, and I, I very much appreciate that, so thank you. Absolutely. And and I'll say this now, and I'll say it again uh, at, the end of it, at the end of the interview in a, uh, in a few minutes, but uh, if there's ever anything that I can do for you, I don't care what it is, don't ever hesitate to reach out, okay? Well, thank you so much. And likewise, if you ever need anything, you're down in Texas, you know who to call. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, um, a couple more questions for you, then I think we're going to uh, let you go and and, and uh, let you get back to your evening. But uh, 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 sort of a new-ish question that I've, I've, uh, I've, I've come up with, I like to listen to, to – uh, many many podcasts. I mean, even podcasts outside of the outside of the music industry. And I've I heard this question. And I'm like, that's actually a really good question. I might steal that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, what is the the uh, hidden cost of the life that you signed up for? I mean, is it is it a missed birthdays, missed anniversaries? What's the uh, hidden cost of this life? Yeah, you know. Um... Gosh, and I feel like I don't even, I'm just, I'm just in the beginning of it, you know, I think my time is, um, my available time for those around me that care about me, my family, my friends is very limited. Um, and that's really just because of the fact that I'm juggling, I'm juggling a job, I'm juggling being a mom and, and pursuing this career. But I think time, you know, it's, you, you have to choose a lot of times, whether it's, you know, if I have an opportunity to go record music or it's pizza night at my daughter's school, sometimes I have to make that hard call of, of what am I going to do? And um, sometimes it is, it's missing birthdays. It's missing vacations. I've missed countless family vacations because, you know, I had shows booked and I couldn't, and I couldn't get out of them. And I'm kind of a, uh, I'm definitely a bit of a workaholic. I, I accept everything. I say yes to probably more than I should. Um, but yeah, I think it's just time, you know, you, you, you learn really quick how bad, how bad do you want it? Cause you're going to have to say, you're going to have to miss a lot of, a lot of birthdays, a lot of special events, um, in the name of performance and, and getting out there and getting in front of fans. And, but, I, but I wouldn't change it for the world. I, I grew up in this industry and my mom did the same thing. She, you know, performed all over the United States and all over with a couple of babies in tow. And well, I, I plan to kind of do the same thing. And that's what I respect about you guys. I mean, I mean, uh, you're out there busting it for eight, nine months out of the year, whatever, whatever it is, ten months, and 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 I just respect you guys so much for that. Well, thank you, and, and honestly, we appreciate it so much that you see that because not everybody does. You know, I think there's a lot of people that I think see entertainment as a kind of a selfish as a selfish industry and a selfish uh, 
career because it's, no, there is a lot of it that's all, I'm like, there's a lot of it that is, it's all about me. And it, it might look like that from the outside. Um, but honestly, it's, it's definitely grueling and it's not for the faint of heart, um, but I wouldn't change it for the world. I have several friends in this industry that I've made over the years and, and just by talking to them and texting with them, uh, you know, as I said earlier, while I'm not in the industry as an artist, but but I do cover the industry, uh, I, I see the grind. I see the good days. I see the bad days. Uh, you know, I've pretty much seen it all. And 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 like I said earlier, I have such respect for what you guys do. Well, thank you so much, and uh, and I truly appreciate it. And I hope one of these days we'll get to see each other face to face and. Um, get to do one of these interviews in person. Absolutely. Uh, um, next time I'm down in Texas, you're the first person I'm calling. <laughs> yes, well, I'm going to hold you to it. Awesome. Uh, okay, um, um, the last question I think I've got for you uh, is, as a creative person, and I know you're very, very creative, what inspires or motivates you? Um, you know... Gosh, I think just life in general. I think it's it's conversations that I overhear when I'm having lunch with my daughter. Or it's um, you know just experiencing different things. I mean, the whole my whole life I think inspires me in different ways. Uh, as of as of late, I think that it's um, you know just spending time with my family. I, I get really inspired by you know. And, and other creatives, too, I think, surrounding myself. I've surrounded myself with some pretty awesome people, and, and I'm very much motivated and inspired by the creatives that are around me, whether it's a videographer or photographer or musician. Of, you know, I have this incredible band, and last night we had rehearsal, and I came home, and I'm like, God, I want to write more songs for these guys because they're just so good. And um, so honestly, right. it's just everything, everything around me inspires me for different reasons. Right. And and. And I will tell you this, uh, country music artists, and I'm talking players, I'm talking uh, um, guitar players, drummers, fiddle, fiddle, et cetera, et cetera, are some of the most talented people I have probably ever seen. No, absolutely. I mean, even the guy, the whole band that performed and uh, tracked all of my music, watching them do what they do is truly magic. It truly is. And I tell you something else, too. Uh, session players uh, that play on records and stuff are just mind-blowingly talented. I, uh, uh, I, I have an aunt that lives probably 15, 20 minutes outside of Nashville, uh, so I tend to I tend to stay with her pretty much uh, every time I'm there. And 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 I've walked I've walked into bars uh, down Broadway and <laughs> and. And the people playing in those bars, uh, I'm like, I'm like, you're talented enough to have a record deal right now. It's not even close. <laughs> yep. No, I mean ta- Nashville. I say all the time. I'm like, it is. There is no shortage of talent in that town. That is for sure. Um, the most talented people in the world go to that town to make it. It's just a matter of figuring out, figuring out how to put something out that grabs people's attention and. Um, and just sticking with it, I think it's a, it's a, it's for the long game. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. That's for sure. Absolutely. Well, um, thank you again for doing this. This has been so much fun getting to, 
I catch up with you uh, uh, the last uh, the last 30, 35 minutes or so. It's been so much fun. Yes, thank you so much. And let me know if there's anything and uh, that you need from me. And I'm just looking forward to seeing you some out here in Texas, hopefully sometime soon. Absolutely. And, and I've just got to tell you again, if there's ever anything that I can do for you, don't ever hesitate to reach out. I got you. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much, and I hope you have a nice rest of your night. All right. I'll talk to you later, Amanda, okay? Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our interview with uh, the lovely Miss Amanda Kate Ferris. Uh, let's see. Next Tuesday at uh, 4.30 Central, boop. We welcome back probably one of uh, probably one of my uh, favorite guests in recent memory, uh, um, the lovely Miss uh, Ariella Aspen uh, 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 joins us uh, joins us next Tuesday at uh, four thirty Central. Uh, so I think with that, I think I'm gonna uh, end the episode right here. Uh, uh, you've been listening to uh, What Days with Murph. Thank you and goodbye. This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.